0: Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Homage, a legendary offer just for Titus and Tate listeners from the makers of the most comfortable fan clothing around, Homage. We got the jump. Homage crafts famously soft fan clothing that doesn't compromise on quality. And for a limited time, only Titus and Tate listeners can score 20% off their first order at Homage.com. Collections that mark iconic moments and teams from the NFL, NBA, NCAA, and more, all printed on ultra soft hoodies, tees, and sweats. Simply use offer code TNT to save 20% on legendary looks. That's homage.com offer code TNT.
1: Today's episode of Titus and Tate. Purdue is canceled. I hate them. Get them out of my face forever, Tate. Uh, I Purdue. So here's here's the run. Wait, is this Coach Titus? Who am (laughs) I with? No, this is this is me. This is a Purdue booster. You're talking to Tate. Uh, People forget this year, the Purdue Day of Giving. I donated to Purdue University. I donated thirty five dollars in honor Mm. of my mother, who's a Hall of Famer, Purdue. Were jersey number 35. Laura Legend. I earmarked the money to Purdue University. I gave him a note. I said, here's where I want this money to go. Mm. Number one, women's basketball. Yep. Number two, I want to – whatever fund it is that you guys have that you remind everyone Neil Armstrong went there, yeah. I want some of astronaut, my money to go to that. Astronaut budget. <laughs> yes. Throw it in there. Number three, Mackie <laughs> Bathrooms. Yep. I want to help out with that. Mm. By $35 in my mind, was going a very long way. <laughs> Number four, Fire Matt Painter. That <laughs> was <laughs> that was one of yes. my demands. Get him mm. out of there. He's, mm. I think he's not right for the program. <laughs> uh, Tate, since I donated money to Purdue University, yep. since I became an official Purdue University booster, they beat Indiana – in basketball at IU. They did not play Indiana in football. Mm. That game fell apart, the old and Buckets here. They have now swept Ohio State. Jaden Ivey hits a last second shot at the shots he said. I just wanted to say I, I, I am done with Purdue. They're canceled. Yeah. It's over. So yes. I, 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 I I'm disgusted.
0: But I, folks at home right now, <laughs> hold on to your seats. There's a saving grace. Indiana the Hoosiers. Indiana, they yeah. got a signature win. Yeah. So here we, we go. We
1: uh we're recording this uh Thursday night. We just witnessed yep. uh the Indian Hoosiers being back. Everyone was saying blue bloods are dead this year. Mm-hmm. Indiana said we're blue bloods. Hey, Indiana <laughs> yeah, and UCLA yes. both. UCLA yes. big win at Cal that <laughs> they almost gave away. Huge. Uh but the Hoosiers are back, Tate. That's that's Arizona, that's, also another one. It's Miller time. What a night for wow. the Millers. Um, we're going to talk about Indiana a little bit. We're going to talk about, uh, we, we have an awesome Pac-12 update, by the way. This is the biggest, <laughs> <laughs> biggest Pac-12 update in show history. Yes. Larry Scott is out. Yes,
0: yes. It's yes. over. Ding dong. Ding <laughs>
1: dong. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fallout of this, the reactions I've seen from Larry Scott being out or parted ways, or we'll, we'll talk about the terminology because mm-hmm. that's part of the mm-hmm.
0: story. It was a mutual decision. Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely mutual. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the the response to this has been absolutely hysterical. Yes, uh, so yes. We're, We have a juicy, juicy, juicy Pac-12 update obviously coming. Uh, also, we're going to talk a little Alabama. Mm. I want to tell you the, the Crimson Tide. Roll them. They're absolutely rolling. So. And we
0: doubted. So we, we're mm. finally back on the bandwagon. And the SEC in general, we don't really know, but we do know that Nate Oates, a.k.a. Nate mm. Goats, is here to stay. So that's good news.
1: Oh, uh, we got Andy Katz, too. Mm. Andy Katz is back this week doing tear talk. We're ha- we, we had him on for a little while and talked to him about his tears and broke them all down. So we, we have a jam-packed show. We're going to talk about the Hoosiers, Larry Scott, everything else coming up. But first,
0: Woody Durham. He takes the time.
1: All right, set it at the top. Take we're doing this Thursday night. Just saw the Hoosiers yep. uh, take down Luka Garza and the Hawkeyes. The best offense in college basketball went over ten minutes without a field goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It. I, I actually. I'm. I'm going to to uh, pat myself on the back for this because when we were setting up the schedule for doing the show today, mm-hmm. we looked at the slate of games tonight. Uh, our producer, who I I won't throw under the bus, but she goes, hey, do you guys want to record at like three Pacific time, or mm-hmm. do you want to wait till this Indiana Iowa game? And I said, we're gonna wait till the game because the Hoosiers are pulling the upset. And I've said that every single game Indiana's played that they're gonna win. Yeah, I am. I am very bullish on Indiana. I have been since we we saw them in Asheville, uh, and they continue to lose, and it's become <laughs> like a, a, a huge frustration for me because I do mm-hmm. believe that this team could eventually be good, but. At the same time, they were 8-6, and 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 it's very, very frustrating. Um, But what happened tonight is kind of what I envision happening with Indiana basketball, which is Mm. they beat the hell out of Luka Garza. They played unbelievable defense. Indiana can be one of the best defensive teams in the country. Um, their problem is, is they just can't score, but uh, they were making it happen tonight because Iowa can't play defense, and
0: yeah, there you go. And there you go. Indiana leads the country in good losses, and I'll say that yeah. again. They lead the country in good losses every single time you watch Indiana play in a game against a team that is probably, you know, like Texas, for example, that was probably the one game that they didn't really compete well and was a bad loss. And every other game they've been in But Texas in, is awesome. And yes. Texas is
1: going to do that to a lot of teams. And at the time yeah. we
0: didn't quite know that, but yep. now we do yep. know that we see the other side of that. So that was now not a bad loss. Providence is a team that's now, you know, just beat Creighton, you know, yep. Indiana beat them, so they mm-hmm. have some quality wins on the back end. They- and tonight was the signature win, right? Archie Miller, we've been waiting for Miller time. You know, he told us he needed the facilities updated. He needed all these things in place before they get a signature win. Tonight was that Are win. Are you saying this is a program win? This is a program win, folks. Wow. Yes. Officially on the boards. Wow. Market because Iowa you know, North Carolina played at Iowa this year and Iowa made, I'm not sure, but I'll say probably 43s. I know that's historically not possible, but in my mind, they made mm. about 43s. In this game, Indiana played great defense. Bohannon was you know, just basically a miss. He was not himself at all. He was basically a walking... He was more than one miss. The opposite he was, of a walking bucket. He was a yes. lot of miss. <laughs> a lot of misses. <laughs> he, was and, a, uh, he was
1: not a miss. He was misses. It
0: him. was the first time that you saw like yeah. how Iowa could lose, right? Because a lot of times we yeah. hear about this team is like, well, they had this great offense. They had the three. Shot, and if that's not going, we have Luca Garza. Mm-hmm. And Indiana did a great job, uh, you know, playing great defense with this team and making well, them earn their buckets. Let's and, uh, let's let's program call, win, market down. Let's call it what it is, too. Iowa plays as someone,
1: some uh, uh Twitter bot got into my DMs mm. uh, very early on in the Iowa season and uh, said this to me, and it stuck with me ever since. The Iowa. Is the greatest Indiana high school basketball team of all time. Mm-hmm. That is how I Iowa mm-hmm. guys play.
0: Yeah, and 100%. Uh,
1: yeah, you're playing Indiana. Indiana Frank McCaffrey yeah. would
0: probably like that. Yeah, he's he like, would. Be, yeah, he's like, I'm all mm, in for that. Yeah, Norman
1: Normandale, <laughs> yeah. Normandale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. McCaffrey. Um. So yeah, you you, you mentioned I uh, Indiana's losses this season, and this is this is part of the reason I'm bullish on him. And if you don't follow Indiana, uh, it's it's easy to get sucked into the trap. Even people that do follow Indiana think that this is more of the same, and it. And I, I kind of reached my breaking point last week when they when they blew it against Purdue, and and that was kind of an inexcusable win. And God, I mm, hate mm.
0: Um But uh, th-
1: th- this team has felt different to me, Tate. Whether it's it's not it's not resulted in wins, <laughs> so who cares? And mm. I understand that. But that's like what's so maddening is that they do play good defense, but the defense isn't good enough. Their their offense has been so bad at times that their defense isn't good. Like like they're trying to pull off the Tony Bennett. Yeah. But Tony Bennett historically plays like the best, literally the best defense in the country, just mm. lockdown defense. Indiana's not quite there, and you have to play that if you're going to be abysmal offensively. Mm-hmm. And they're often, and it's just like been so frustrating to watch that. But it has felt different than the past couple years of Indiana. So I'm talking myself into believing. Uh, and then you look at their losses their record is not great eight and six going into this game tonight now nine and six but as you said the losses like they lost to texas who's one of the best teams in the country mm-hmm. they lost on a buzzer beater in overtime at florida state they lost in double overtime at wisconsin they purdue was a bad loss uh northwestern chase audiz just like goes he becomes invincible at the end of the game which you know they still lost to Northwestern at home but like if you watch the game, it was like, my God, Chase LGs could just throw it over. His, throw a yeah. hook shot at it. He, yeah. He's making everything. Um, Purdue was a bad loss, but Purdue's playing better now. And, like, maybe it's not. I don't know. So, like, you start talking yourself into it, You're like, how good is Indiana? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're back. I do know that much.
0: Yeah, <laughs> IU is back. And before this game, I looked at you and I said, Mark Tynes, how would it feel if John Beeline went back to uh-huh. IU? And you're I ready. Was, yeah. I was already at the point where, yeah. like I said, I, I am moving on from the Archie Miller era. Uh, I have enjoyed it. But there was no program win. There was no signature win. This felt like that, and I and I say that because this is Christian they, they, closed the yeah. they closed out the game. They close out the game, and the announcers on Fox, who you know we we love our friends at Fox, yeah, but, they wanted, but they wanted they yeah. wanted the collapse. You know, they yeah. were like, "I don't know." Here comes Iowa. <laughs> yeah. You were collapsing as they were saying this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Shut the hell up, dude!" <laughs> and <laughs> Indiana held on. It's a nine-point game that, with thirty seconds. are like, "It's not over yet." Like, <laughs> I'm telling you. And Trace Jackson Davis had the the home run pass that he drops. Yeah, you know? yeah. So there was like these moments of drama, but not really. Indiana held on. Um, well, I think they needed this. They needed this for people like me to say, are we sure Archie's the right guy? Yeah. I think this was a nice win this, this year because they've had the, the moral victories and they need real victories. Yeah. If they want to be a blue blood, which you said, say they are. You say they, they are. They're blood? still a blue blood mice. As I said to you. Uh, as, 1987, folks, still a blue blood.
1: As Indiana was hanging tough with Iowa in the first half, but it felt like Iowa was still going to win. Like That yep. seemed to be the trajectory of this game. Uh, I turned to you and I said, if Indiana played Kentucky <laughs> this year, uh-huh. Both teams would lose, mm-hmm. and both teams would come away from the game feeling like we're right. Oh, yeah, we're, we're right there. We're, we're right there, yep. though. We yep. lost, but we did a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. And if we could just, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this is the problem with Indian with with Archie style of basketball, though. Trying to do the the Bennett ball, the the diet version of Tony Bennett. Um, when you go down that path, the the bad nights are going to look really, really, really bad. Yes, and that's the that's the disconnect with um, even the, the, the IU fans. Like, and when you're watching Indiana and they look bad, IU fans are like, get this guy out of here now. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if say you're like Iowa and you have an off night, like, I feel like Iowa fans are probably just like, yeah, we just weren't making shots. Move it on. Mm-hmm. And, and that's like when you're offensive-minded team it's a lot easier as a fan to get over it because you're just like, eh, it happens, it's basketball, bad matchup, yeah. or whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. When you're a defensive-minded team, you're like, how can this team not shoot the ball? I don't mm-hmm. understand it. Mm-hmm. And you, you almost don't even pay attention to how good they are defensively because you don't care because you're like, boring. Get it out of my face. Like, make the wide-open shot. This is so frustrating. Um, so it's nice to to finally see the other shoe drop of, like, what good – Archie Miller basketball could look like, mm-hmm. which is like you lock down the best offense in the
0: country like this. Yeah. And Indiana, at the end of the day, I think that they have figured out that they are better than a one-dimensional team because we saw, you know, down in Asheville in the Maui Invitational, they wanted to just do everything through Trace Jackson Davis. That was, it was a very one track mind. This is how we was, play. This is how we're going <laughs> to run offense. And I'm not necessarily saying that's the worst thing because we know he's an All-American and we know he's going to be, you know, first team, second team, All-American at the end of the day. But they have play like, Race Thompson is a solid option. Like, let's, we don't have to do everything through Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah. I know that that is what we have been fed. And uh, they have some talent on that team. And, uh, yeah, when I Armand, like where they're headed. I like where Franklin, they're going right now.
1: When Franklin catches a ball and he looks to shoot it instead of looking at like where Trace is, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a that, win that's for all everybody. Ever that's all I've ever wanted. That's all I've ever wanted. That's basketball. We like to see that. <laughs> uh, they got to figure out the free throw situation, though. They, they are dreadful from the free throw line. To the point that Coach Titus texted me tonight. I, mm. I, as Indiana was pulling away, I just sent a text. What, to what were they, like
0: 9 of 21 or something ridiculous? Uh, I knew they were. at one point, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, finished
1: yeah. 21 of 35, like 60%, I think. Yeah. Um, but But I I texted my dad. I was like, Hoosiers are going to do it. And he wrote back, and he's like, how – he didn't even (laughs) say, like, yes, this is awesome. He just said, how can you win in the Big Ten in the road – a Big Ten game on the road and not make free throws? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because they're playing great defense, Dad. And he's like, the defense is great. We got to clean up these free throws. Yeah, yeah.
0: So at the end of the day, not a program win. I take it all back. Coach Titus says no. So
1: can we pivot talking about the Miller family and big wins? Uh, Sean Miller, who mm. looked like he was about to have an aneurysm, yelling at the refs yep. late in this game. Um, I didn't. I, I'm going to be honest, uh, and and hopefully our, our listeners value this honesty. I was locked in on Indiana Iowa. We had mm-hmm. the game on the, mm-hmm. the 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 Arizona game. I saw the final play, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, it was a Lorenzo charles uh, s play. It was an air ball by, we believe, James Akinjo. And if it's not him, that's who I thought took the shot. <laughs> who, cares? who cares? No one's uh, watching. <laughs> it was an air ball. It turns into, like I said, a Lorenzo Charles-1983 moment where, you know, you catch the air ball. You lay it in right before the buzzer goes off, and you win the game. Mm. Everyone celebrates. Bobby Hurley, quick off the floor. One of our he favorite did. things yeah. in COVID basketball times is that, obviously, we don't do handshakes anymore, but the team that wins, the coach gives a toodaloo. The, the toodaloo. <laughs> the toodaloo. Toodles. <laughs> Thanks for coming up. Great to see you guys. And the other coach is furious, Thanks. and he's basically trying not to give the middle finger <laughs> yeah. on the way out. And uh, and that's what Bobby I'm Hurley so gave good. tonight. Shaw Miller was very excited. Um, and it was great to have both Miller brothers win at the, uh, same, at the time. same time. Yeah. yeah, we haven't had yeah. that in a, lo- in a long uh, time. So, but
1: good. all right. So let's just get out. Get, that's, <laughs> the, that's the that's the segue to what we really want to talk about, which is the Pac-12 update. Yep. Larry Scott's gone. Mm. He's out. Uh, as you said, Ding Dong. The the <laughs> the witch is dead. Is yes. is, is the response from uh, Pac-12. There he is. Pac-12 nation. We'll yes. call it yes. the Pac-12 fans. Fans of Pac-12 schools. They've been clamoring for this for years. Uh, background for those who don't know much about Larry Scott, don't know why he's so hated. First of all, uh, Ryan Rossillo, our former colleague at the ringer did a, uh, a video breaking <laughs> it down really well. I, I would actually just recommend go watch that. Yeah. It, it, it honestly <laughs> touched it, on everything. It did
0: <laughs> seem like Rossillo had like a vendetta against Larry Scott for quite some time that he like uh, pieced this whole thing together. It was I, uh, really great. I, uh,
1: I, I, watched it again today <laughs> to take notes to like, to remind myself <laughs> of like what all is bad. At, Cause like, you know, I know a handful of things about Larry Scott, but I was like, I, I want to kind of get into the, and then I watched it and I was like. It's pretty, it pretty much covers it. I don't, I don't need to add anything. Um, but if you're not going to watch it, so Larry Scott, uh, uh, he, he got the job as the commissioner of the PAC 12 um, in 2009. The PAC
0: 10. PAC 10 at the time. Yes. Uh, in
1: 2009, sorry, I had to burp. Excuse me. Uh, he was not a college administrator, and this is unusual mm-hmm. in college sports. Usually the guys that become commissioners were commissioners at other conferences. They were athletic directors, as we saw with ACC, uh, uh, to Northwestern's athletic director, for example. Um, he was a guy who just worked in tennis. <laughs> <laughs> he, worked, he worked in tennis for, like, 20 mm-hmm. years, professional tennis, women's professional tennis. He, like, struck some sort of deal with uh, – he, he used Serena Williams – uh huge celebrity at the time yeah uh, which she's still a celebrity but like you know she was at, this is her zenith in 2009 and uh so he was like hey uh serena williams is awesome we should get her in front of more eyeballs and everyone's like that guy's a genius
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> like we should hire this guy let's hire that guy to run our whole goddamn <laughs> oh my god yeah. <laughs> head explodes. so
1: uh he becomes he becomes uh... the commissioner he's already in over his head uh and and i uh, I don't, we, don't, we don't need to go over the whole thing. We, yeah. I, I have a few bullet points, though. My, the Larry Scott tenure will be summed up with this for me. Number one, the move of the offices to San Francisco to, to make inroads with Big Tech. Like this, is, this is being talked about a lot now that he's mm-hmm. gone and, and mm-hmm. uh, everyone's throwing dirt on, on his <laughs> grave. Is, uh, he moved the offices from some suburb in the Bay um, to downtown San Francisco, where the operating costs went through the roof. And the idea was we were going to make relationships with big tech, and I did. did he not look at a map? Does he not know where Silicon Valley is, Tate? I, I'm very confused by this. No, it is not. As it turns out, it is not in downtown San Francisco. Yes,
0: it's uh, it's fun. It's funny. Like you could be in San Francisco and you could drive by the Pac-12 networks, and it kind of it it sneaks up on you. Know you're kind of confused. You're like, oh, it's right there. Like I had a few friends that worked there that moved from LA to go up there, and mm-hmm. they were just like, yeah, it's you know. <laughs> Nothing. (laughs) It's the abyss. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I think that's one of the things that probably sticks out Um, uh, for him. And also um, he's Captain hindsight. I think, uh, that is what I've learned on his way out. He is, uh, you know, we, we always joke about the, the ability to manipulate the narrative uh, in your favor and being able to tell stories in the right way that kind of gets you, you know, the, the bright lights. And he has now come back to say the reason the Pac-12 network, you know, is still not on, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you still can't get it you on Dish. Can't get or yeah, it. You, or, can't get, no, it
1: does, you can't get it anywhere. It's yeah. literally not anywhere. Uh, that is the other bullet point to me, though, is, is it, you know, if, fast forward 30 years, and my kids uh, who are very locked in onto the inner workings of college sports and like mm-hmm. dad, Mm -hmm. tell me about larry scott Mm -hmm. i heard a lot about this guy what 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 was larry scott era like you lived through it i'm gonna bring up the uh move to downtown san francisco that's hilarious and number two i'm gonna bring up the pac-12 member it is an absolute disaster i remember when i lived in ohio i wanted to watch so many pac-12 games because uh this was the the run of the the, run of arizona teams when uh uh Stanley Johnson and uh, Nick Johnson and other guys. <laughs> TJ McConnell, <laughs> yeah. Brandon Ashley, before he hurt his foot. Like yeah. that, that yeah, team, yeah. The, the Arizona team that was undefeated, and Brandon Ashley broke his foot. Um, I was trying to watch a lot of those games, obviously. Yep. They're on a Pac-12 network. I was like, how do I – I'm calling DirecTV. I'm like, what, what's going on here? Can't figure anything out. Uh, finally, I moved out here two years ago, and I thought, well, I'll be able to watch the Pac-12 network now. I still have no idea how to do it. In fact – I Googled the other day how to get Pac-12 Network and like the results were like something else. It had nothing to do with Pac-12 Network. was like, are you sure you want to do this?
0: I mean, it was at so, the point where Larry Scott was trying to sell 10% of the Pac-12 media rights uh, mm-hmm. to a private company. And, you know, everyone had to be like, hey, Larry, that definitely is not going to happen. It was kind of like Larry Scott is Michael Scott's cousin, that <laughs> everything that he does is not as lovable, you know, but he's still doing still the same. <laughs> yeah, it's like the awareness is zero, um, but like it's not as lovable or gullible or as fun. It's just kind of annoying the whole yeah. time. And that's what it felt like this whole decade, Uh, all the pack. I mean, anyone you talk to at any school, too, that's the funniest part about it. It's like you could go to a Colorado student who got brought into the Pac-12 by Larry Scott and say something about Larry Scott. And they have something off the to say about get him out of here. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I understand why he's doing the whole press, you know, uh, the back end mutual mutual agreement. We've decided to part ways. I want he he said he wanted to find more growth opportunities. Uh, He was very stale at the Pac-12. I will say this, the, the number one Larry Scott incident, and it wasn't even one-to-one to him, but he struck a deal, uh, I think it was 2014, 2015, with Alibaba in China. Mm. and The, basically, the Alibaba w- guy. Yeah, well, basically <laughs> the deal that he strikes is that the Pac-12 has to go to China to play an exhibition yeah. game, yeah. Um, and that's sort of you know the deal terms, and then that gets us to the point where, of course... We all remember LeAngelo Ball <laughs> goes to China, uh, and then Trump has to pardon him. And uh, one of the greatest stories <laughs> in Pac-12 history. So.
1: One of the greatest press conferences
0: in Pac-12 yeah. history. Yeah, Ball. Balls. I'm to thank Donald I Trump. I want
1: to thank Donald <laughs> Trump. For out of yeah, so Larry Scott brought
0: that moment to us. So we have to we have that to is say true. Yeah, we, we don't want to be all mean. Him. We have to give him yeah. some credit where credit is due. So thank, thank you for Larry.
1: that. Uh, ultimately, the the problem stemmed from, and you, you've been mentioning this a few times. Is he he was focused? His tennis background made him focused on the Olympic sports. Yes. This was his this was his baby. Yes. He had this big idea um to, to make the Pac-12. It already is. I mean the Pac-12 gets called the Conference of Champions and people mock it because yeah. it, it's that's obviously been forever. 97 Arizona won the last basketball title for the conference. Uh, the last football title was USC. Yeah. Off the top of my head, probably. Yeah. yeah. But as yeah. a count, I don't yeah. even know with yeah. all the records yeah, and points. things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Did they get to keep it? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. uh, so people mock it cause they're like conference <laughs> yep. champions. You guys never win anything, but mm-hmm. they win everything. And the yep. synchronized swimming, the, the, yeah, the Stanford, I mean, the, just think like, about, about it. Stanford's winning literally everything. everything. Yeah. It's just the sports that are, uh, in the, re- every other part of the country, they're called non-revenue sports <laughs> on the West coast in the PAC 12. They're called Olympic sports. Um, so he, he went all in on that. Like, that was, his, that was his idea. He thought, if we own the Pac-12 network, all these people that are, are going to watch, like, Arizona versus UCLA wow. volleyball games, this was his idea. Because, yeah. like, the Big Ten network starts. Uh, they partner with Fox. Uh-huh. It, it's still a partnership we have. Uh, the SEC network is partnered with ESPN. Like, the, the, the ACC, other ACC ESPN, same way. Yeah. They, they, they got they got in bed with these established media companies because they're like, we're going to use your resources, but also our brand, and it's a partnership. Yeah. And Larry Scott was like, the Pac-12 is the greatest brand <laughs> in these United States. <laughs> and these United States said, false. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: Meanwhile, you and I are like, where is the Pac-12? It's so
1: frustrating because yeah. the Pac-12 has been awesome. Like I grew up with an awesome Pac-12. Yeah. Now, I remember you, Silly, in 95. I remember Arizona in 97, they won the title, but then also... They had all the great – in '01. one they go to the title game, and they had that great run at the end of Lou Olsen's – yeah, I don't know. You have
0: Nike. You have Oregon, which is Nike University. You have UCLA, which is obviously – I mean, think about the the ties to UCLA, whether it be Jackie Robinson or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You got that. You got USC. You got Um, USC mm -hmm. and UCLA. You got Arizona. You got Phoenix. You got all these popular hotspots, and you got Vegas on your side. You got Washington
1: State, which is like – Maybe not it, but you know,
0: <laughs> it's something and those yeah. people love it. And I think we got to point that out as well. Exactly. 54. Uh No, what is the stat that we always say uh, in the past? They've won the most championships in 54 in the past 60 years. That's like yeah. the, the Pac-12 slogan, the maximum that they put out to the world. I wanted to ask you this question because I've seen a lot of people say this person's to be the Pac-12 commissioner. Mm-hmm. This should be the person to come in and clean up this mess because we have so much, you know, there's so much to take in the Pac-12 to make it great, according to these people. And if I had to ask you who would be the perfect person, because I have someone. All right. I know so who it should be. The meme answer is Bill Walton, obviously. Okay. So let's get yes. that one out right? yeah. of there. Throw that one out. uh
1: Bill Walton would... Uh, you, you, he, he couldn't be worse.
0: <laughs> Honestly, he's definitely the best brand ambassador that the he's Pac-12 a, has. He's already like... Who, when yeah. you think of the, the Pac-12, you think of Conference of Champions because of Bill but Walton. Bill Walton. Yeah, he literally he says he opens it, it every time. Every time, yes. yeah.
1: Um, the serious answer, I, I really didn't prep for this. I didn't write anything down. No, so I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm asking you really No, no, I, I promise it is off the cuff. What immediately came to mind, and he would never, ever, ever do it, but like, can you imagine if this was the announcement tomorrow, is Kareem. Wow, that would be strong. Can you imagine if they announced tomorrow yeah. they're like, "Yeah, we made a deal. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is our commissioner," and like every other conference is like, "Wow, shit." Yeah. <laughs> and then a year
0: later, we get the inter- we get the press conference with Kareem, and he does the magic. I'm not gonna be here yeah,
1: anymore. Not, he's like this job sucks. <laughs> it's like I gotta go to Pullman to watch <laughs> Washington play Oregon State. What? I can't. No. Uh. <laughs> no, he, he finds out that the headquarters are in San Francisco. He's like, I thought we were in LA. Like, what the hell? Yeah, I, I do think if
0: Kareem took over, he moves to <laughs> he LA. He moves to LA. Yeah, which would be good. It's, he's
1: not gonna do it. I, that that yeah. that would be like if 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 we're living in a world where everyone is available, is available and it. wants yeah. it and all that kind of stuff. Kareem would be the first call I make. Yeah. Make him say no.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have a pick.
1: Or Brad Stevens. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it would have been Brad
0: Stevens. I have a pick for you, and I think uh-huh. it's uh, because I've heard his dad. A lot of people are talking about his dad. They're like, "This is the guy. He he, you know, knows uh, how to I, handle I know where you're going with this. college, you I know, know where you're administration, all that sort of stuff." Uh, and the answer a lot of people are saying is Oliver Luck, mm-hmm. and they say we need to get Oliver Luck in there. Obviously, you know, Andrew Luck is the perfect example. But I say, why do we need to be putting all these old white guys that we've seen a million times in these same positions? Why don't we build something that's different, unique, Pac-12? Because we're different. Mm-hmm. We're better. We've been telling Larry Scott told us for a whole mm-hmm. decade how we're better. We go Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. and we say the Andrew young white, like, yes, young yes, white, yes, yes, yes. We go Andrew Luck, and we say Andrew Luck. You don't play football anymore. You have mm-hmm. dr- you have addressed these issues within football. We want you to do that with the Pac-12. We give you the keys to that. That you're gonna go and do some initiative. Andrew Luck's all in on. You know mm-hmm. we're gonna figure all this stuff out. What does football look like in the future? Also, Andrew Luck, you're gonna have you know Condoleezza Rice, Oliver Luck. This whole like. You know, Illuminati committee of the of these people behind you shepherding you, mm-hmm. but you're the face. You're the young face. Mm-hmm. You're the coolest commissioner around. People are like, I want to go play yeah, an Andrew. And, Lu-. Andrew Luck's the coolest of all the other I guess, uh, ones. Are you the get- other ones? <laughs> show the other ones. <laughs> show the other ones. That's the Pac-12 pitch. Show the other commissioners. Show uh, Andrew Luck. Yeah. I what else is he doing? I'm not sure, but give him the Pac-12. Pitch. I like that.
1: Yeah, give it to I, him. You're, you're right. Oliver Luck's getting thrown He's, out a lot. As, yeah, uh, give it to his son. Yeah. Wrapping up the Pac-12 update, um, Yeah, Final we, thoughts. Should, we should mention Washington benefited immediately. The news breaks that Larry mm. Scott's out that, uh, is, again, he wasn't fired. The mutual, mutual. decision department. Yep. Was. Uh, in Washington, a team that was 1-11 going into this game against Colorado. Good guy of the week this week. Yeah. yeah. Mike Hopkins. A, a team that you said has a lot of moxie. Now, that moxie led to one win. Mm. Um, I believe it was over – is it over Seattle? Off yeah, head? I think so. I think so. I think so. they lost eight straight coming into the game against Colorado who – At one time, looked like the best team in the Pac-12. Still might be, honestly. That's how the Mm -hmm. Pac-12 works is we might look up in a month and Colorado is actually the best team and they just have this stinking loss to Washington on the resume. But Washington won. Marcus Sohonis had 27 points. He had 11 combined points in the two games going into this game. Mm. He scored 11. And they went nuts on Colorado. Scored 27. Washington got the win. So how undefeated is Washington is the question. Mm. Uh, In the post-Larry Scott era, they are 1-0. The Huskies are rolling. Mike Hopkins is back. Mm. You gotta ask yourself, are they I, undefeated?
0: I mean, I will say <laughs> this: Syracuse is excited. The the the, the, the post Jim uh, Beheim era. Oh, uh,
1: other notes: Oregon State uh, beat USC on Tuesday. That was mm. also another like head. Evan
0: Mobley, how does he yeah. not get the ball at the end of the game? That's what That's people are asking. You think? Yeah, come on.
1: Um, what else we got? Uh, yeah, we talked about Arizona beat Arizona State tonight. Bobby Hurley, I think, fell to three and eight against Arizona all time. Bobby Hurley.
0: Yeah, we're gonna start asking questions so i just want to leave it over there for now it's a weird year
1: and then uh, uh also as ucla or as uh, arizona arizona state was happening as we were watching iowa versus indiana uh mick cronin just kind of snuck a stinker past yeah. past america ucla yeah. won they stay 8-0 you look you don't look up the score tomorrow you just look up did ucla win the answer is yes keep it moving uh but I don't know how many people watch this game. That's probably a good thing because it was a stinker. Like we were trying to keep an eye on it, and then we, I got locked in on Indiana, and then I looked back at the other TV, and it just said final UCLA wins by like four. I want to say. Yeah, four or six. Yeah. I'm like that. But
0: that's how most of these games are. If you watch them in person, UCLA does not really impress you by any means. But they are somehow able to outlast the other team and get the win. So you have to give them credit for that, obviously. And uh, Mick Cronin is. Uh, He's fired up. An I mean,
1: offensive-minded Mick Cronin yeah, team. Yeah,
0: he seems like he's really engaged with this team. They yeah. obviously lost Chris Smith, which I think would be a really nice piece for them to have a real legitimate chance to have a real run in March. I think a lot of people like UCLA on paper. I think when you I see it, yeah. when you see the fact that they're twelve and two, or whatever they're you know maybe thirteen and two at this point, and then eight and zero in conference, you see that and you say, hey, this is the team that last year Mick Cronin turned around and mm-hmm. they're they're rolling right now. And they won were shot eight away from one in the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. so. I can see why you buy in, but I still think they're a year away. I'm waiting for paid Still a year away.
1: away. Waiting for paid just on. keep the hype train going. Yeah, UCLA is always. I don't want it way. to be over for me. Yeah, you know right, right. I don't right. want to coordinate him yeah, too this soon. This is not the peak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're always, still climbing. There's always a year away. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. That's all I really had. I I, I didn't really get into the weeds uh, with the Pac-12 this week because mm-hmm. no need because Larry Scott was was the Larry starter. Scott. Congratulations to all the Pac-12 fans. Uh, the alums we know out here, we've, we've made a handful of friends who... Uh,
0: I'm a fan of the Pac-12. I think that's why... I definitely Yeah, to, yeah. I, I think that's why you and I even started doing the segment because it is dumbfounding to think that this league has so much we, talent and history. And we actually watch
1: the games yeah. out here because they're on you know like for most of america it's pac-12 after dark whatever yep. for us yep. it's like prime time yep so we, we end up watching a lot of these games and the teams are good yeah but then they're not good like colorado is good and then they lose to washington and then the rest of you know my buddies in big 10 country are like explain what happened to colorado i'm like i kind of can't yep. i don't know why yep. this happens in the pac-12 and
0: you know how it is on the east coast as soon as we see them lose you see a colorado team or ucla team that you bought into lose to washington state yeah they're done. In they're your done. Head. It's over. It's, it's over. over. Like no matter get what they do, yeah. they're done until they yeah. win the Pac-12 tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the next time we will be like,
1: oh okay. If Indiana lost at <laughs> home to Nebraska, say, yep, they're done. Yeah, it's over. Like every every Big Ten fans, like I don't get. I never want to hear mm-hmm. about Indiana. They're already kind of doing that. It, it, not Indiana. Pick another team. Pick yeah. Rutgers. If Rutgers is kind of on a slide right now, they lose to Nebraska. Done. Get them out of here. Yeah. We don't want to. We don't want to hear about them. Uh. But in the in the Pac-12, it's like I don't know. It's so weird. I, 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 maybe We're I'm trying to explain it. <laughs> maybe maybe it is the pod scheduling where they play yeah. the. the I, I like it on. Maybe that's something I like on paper, but maybe the new commissioner should revisit that. The idea of like playing. The
0: Arizona teams in the same weekend yeah. and then the. But yeah, it's always like a. mountain trip.
1: Thursday, Saturday, and you only get one day in between. And mm-hmm. you're staying at a hotel like down in Arizona. And then. Yeah, if you're playing like Arizona State, it's a bad example because it was Arizona playing tonight. But you know what I mean? Like say you're going on the Arizona trip, you play Arizona State on yeah. Thursday you don't go back to campus you stay there and then by the time you're playing in Arizona maybe you're a little tired and you just want to go home i don't know whereas most other schools you play you fly back and maybe that's maybe that's, maybe that's the secret um i will i will defend larry scott i swear this is my last point um it's not his fault that the teams have so, like he, he got one team to the final four oregon in 20 not he but the conference yeah one final four berth mm-hmm. oregon in 2017 one college football playoff berth washington in 2016/17 Got stomped by Alabama in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, and I, I think people want to hang that on him and say, "You, this is this is you." And uh, it it isn't. It isn't. And um, I, I don't know. The, the the point I would make is like, I I. I on the one hand, it's not Larry Scott's fault that, that Lonzo Ball was outplayed by De'Aaron Fox. Like, mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox ate Lonzo Ball's lunch in the 2017 Sweet 16. That's not yeah. his fault. Like you yeah. at, at some point, there has to be some individual pride in these teams. If we want to talk about, like, like Arizona can't get over the hump. Sean mm-hmm. Miller lost to Wisconsin twice in the lead Eight. And what, whatever it is that's plaguing the Pac-12 as a conference isn't always Larry Scott's fault that these things kept happening. But you start spreading it out, and you're like, this yeah. can't be a coincidence. Yeah, So that's it. That's
0: I, yeah. I'll, the only thing I can say to all that is hindsight is great, you know, and I think <laughs> that's all we can say.
1: All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, no, we're not. We're going to talk to uh, uh, Andy Katz. Yes. I'm sorry. We are going to take a break, but then we're going to talk to Andy Katz on the other side of this. Uh, we have Andy Katz here for Tier Talk. Here it is.
0: Quick break to get aware from our sponsor, homage Fan gear that doesn't compromise on quality, now that's a slam dunk. The good people at Homage pay tribute to your favorite teams and iconic moments from sports, pop culture, and more with ultra comfortable, high quality clothing for the whole family. Head to homage.com for the softest hoodies, sweats, tees for the NBA, NFL, NCAA, WWE, WWE movies, and more. Double Plus.
1: Double,
0: double, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh Plus, Titus and date listeners can snag 20% off their first order with code TNT. Grab a gift for every All-Star on your team or yourself and pay homage. That's homage.com, offer code TNT. And that's not all. We're also brought to you by our friends at Good Life. Good Life makes high quality essentials for modern living and believes the quality and fit of their t shirts is unmatched. Providing a fresh twist on some of Style's greatest hits, all of their core products have been made in California at the same LA factory since they were founded six years ago. Their core fabrics are uniquely designed to provide the perfect t shirt for everyone. Try their different fabrics. I mean, Titus and I both. We've got uh, all the Good Life clothing we could ever imagine. We've got sweatpants, we've got pullovers, we've got t-shirts. It's the best.
1: Yeah, they're great. I wear them. I, yeah. Literally,
0: I have one on right now yeah. underneath this. this is, yeah. yeah, it's the best time. All are made uh, to help you look and feel your best. Good Life, America's premium t-shirt. Go to goodlifeclothing.com to take 20% off your entire order with promo code TITUS at checkout. Again, that's goodlifeclothing.com, promo code TITUS at checkout. Back to Titus and Tate.
1: All right, joining us now like he does most Fridays. I don't. I wouldn't say every Friday. He made us look bad. Almost every Friday. Yeah, he made us look <laughs> bad yeah, a couple of weeks ago when he said Michigan was elite and Texas uh, not so much. So uh, we had to take a week off. But he's back. It's Andy Katz. He's got his tears as he always does. And, Andy, uh, I got to say, you did a great job of just mirroring the AP poll this week where you just, uh, you know, like were you, were you busy? Like what happened here? You just like – Did you text your editor, just take the AP poll and split it up? I mean, I have nothing to
2: argue with because like, Mm. you went pretty chalk here. Okay, first of all, uh, you obviously have a short memory, Mark, because you were the one (laughs) that said to me that I shouldn't be married to a set number in each tier. Mm. So That's true. uh, I took your advice. I extended the tiers out in different categories uh, and felt comfortable that And I actually still feel comfortable. The tier one is tier one, which is really only two teams right now Mm -hmm. uh, in Gonzaga and Baylor. And tier two can be compressed. It can go out. Uh, You know, there's a lot of flexibility there. Same with three and four. So I I took your advice, Mark. Uh, You are obviously forgetting that you're the one that told me to do that.
1: I, well, I, I appreciate it, but also, uh, I, I, I don't know, I looked at it, like, every time you send in the tiers, I have a problem, and this time you send it in, like, so, so let's go over the tiers, you have Tier 1, Gonzaga-Baylor, yep. obvious, that's how everyone sees it, uh, Tier 2, uh, we, we uh, uh, you, you put these tiers out before tonight's game, we're recording this Thursday night, uh, Iowa just lost to Indiana, so you had Iowa, Villanova, Michigan, Texas as your elite tier. Mm-hmm. And then I guess things do get interesting in tier three, Andy, because uh, your holding steady tier is Alabama, who is the new Michigan. I'm calling Alabama the new you Michigan. You doubted Colorado Alabama, that, like, both of you.
0: <laughs> uh, we, we do not care to comment. We you did, do we did no not comment. doubt that.
1: <laughs> no, uh, let's talk about Alabama, though, Andy. They are the new Michigan. They're the mm, team that uh, mm. everyone's hot on. Everyone's <laughs> pretending like I was. I was on these guys early yep. and all that. Uh, I we we like Alabama certainly enough. Like we, we we saw them in Asheville. They they got stomped by Stanford, and I think we we were slow. Yeah. To we come got back jaded around. by seeing them yeah, in person, right? Um, but you know we'll, we'll concede that they're good now. My question, though, playing devil's advocate, are we sure Alabama isn't just benefiting from the SEC just not being good? Because mm. like you look at their wins, it's their, their marquee win during this run that they're on is beating Tennessee, who might not actually be that good. They just play good defense. I don't know. Like, well, Explain to us why Alabama is of all, a great team.
2: you can only be as good as who you're playing against uh, relative mm. to your conference. So right now, they're clearly the best team in the SEC. Beating Tennessee on the road, destroying LSU. Uh, when they're healthy, uh, they have not been 100% healthy. Uh, John Penny Jr. is clearly having an all SEC or SEC player of the year type year, Herb Jones, another outstanding player. But how about this? Nate Oates mm. calls out, if you remember, Coach K uh, yeah, a while ago. Then he took yeah. the comment back. Love. Now look where Alabama is that. and also now look where Duke is. Uh, kind of interesting uh, that, that, that coincidence? Um, you know, he made those comments and then he kind of had to, you know, backpedal a little. Uh, I'm waiting for Nate yeah. Oates to be even more boastful and stick his chest out now <laughs> he, that uh, they're undefeated. He will. He
1: kind of did that going into the LSU game where he was asked about the uh, the home court advantage in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's probably going to be the same this year as it is every other year. And everyone took that as him <laughs> saying, like, there's not much of a home court advantage in Baton Rouge every yeah. time Play there, And then he absolutely stomped LSU. Alabama By the is way, good. it's probably just, true like,
2: because they don't get great crowds there. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. they don't. Mm-hmm. I, Andy, it just feels like we're trying to talk ourselves into uh, it, college basketball this year feels like Gonzaga, the Big 12, the Big 10, and Villanova. Mm-hmm. And, and it feels like all the SEC talk is cool. All the ACC talk is a good distraction. But are any of these teams actually good is the question. Alabama, granted, they, they are good. When, when you're hitting 23 threes, that's, that's good yeah, basketball. John <laughs> John basketball. <laughs> that's good basketball.
2: But uh, I don't um, know. Can I, what, what, can I adjust else? your comment there? Because, okay. No, Please. I would say that it's uh, Gonzaga, Baylor, okay, and then yeah. mm. I would put Villanova, Texas, and the Big Ten. Um, I don't think you can Ooh. have the whole Big Twelve with Baylor. Baylor has clearly separated itself from the okay. rest. Now they have not played Texas yet, uh, but mm-hmm. they have handled Texas Tech, Kansas. So I would still keep Baylor with Gonzaga, and then. Mm-hmm. You mm. can then cherry pick out Texas, Villanova, and the Big Ten as a unit. Um, I'm not dismissing other randoms making deep runs like a Boise State, uh, you know, that we're not mm. talking about, uh, or you know, uh, uh, who knows, maybe a Drake. But but I agree with you mm. that it, it has shrunk, and I don't really see a Final Four team out of the SEC or the ACC or the Pac-12. Yeah,
0: and. and- and Andy, you mentioned Villanova. You said they're right—you know, below that tier one of the title favorites. But they had the the three-week break. They come back against Seton Hall. They don't look great. Are, are we should should we be so high on Villanova? Should I be worried about Villanova at this well, point? Because they obviously don't look the same as they did before. I don't
2: think it's fair to judge them yet. I mean, they okay. went on pause, came out for I think two days, went back into pause, uh, and then for them to come out in their first game be Seton Hall, which is a pretty good squad. Uh, And they ended up holding on and winning late uh, because the one thing that I, you know, that coaches and players have told me when you come out of pause, um, you know, the two things that you really have to watch are obviously conditioning because you're not conditioning it the same way. And then the rhythm with each other, uh, the connectivity. And, you know, you can lose a little of that because you're not on the floor together. A lot of times these teams are coming out of pause and they're trickling in, you know, they get one guy workout, two guys, three guys. And it really ends up being maybe a couple of days before they actually play together. A great example of this, of a team coming out of pause and has been completely a different team, is Clemson. They come out of pause where they were mm. playing well before, and they got absolutely rocked by Virginia and then just lost to Georgia Tech. So they have been – they've taken a complete 180 pre-pause, post-pause.
1: So Mm. how much do you think that that'll matter for the selection committee? Is that stuff going to matter in your opinion? Should it matter? Yeah. Is it
0: hard to parse through that? Like pre-pause, post-pause, who they are now? Yes,
2: because the tournament is in March. It's not in November, December, or January. Um, I know it's Mm. not a criteria anymore the last 10, but I've always believed, yes, the body of work is how you get in. But, uh, you know, I still want to see teams that are playing well. I don't want a team that... Maybe mm-hmm. had this great run and has lost eight in a row, but you know maybe before that they won twenty in a row and are twenty and eight. Um, I would really be talk about Northwestern pause on that team if they're not playing well yeah. and completely limping into the mm-hmm. tournament.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So I, I wanted to ask you about the. I, I had this other uh, other thing written down that I I need help making sense of. Tate and I have been trying to make sense of it. We're struggling. <laughs> you're you're a much bigger brain than us, so we're we're, we're calling in the big guns for this. Uh, Minnesota, we noticed Minnesota is a tier <laughs> four team for you. They're rising. Um, how, how do we make sense of Minnesota at home versus not at home? Because at home, Minnesota might be the best team. Yeah. The they're country. tier
0: one at home. If, yeah.
1: if the tournament took place in the barn, I would pick Minnesota to win the national title, Yep. but they're not, they've literally not won a game outside of the barn. So what, what, what the hell's going on here? Well,
2: that that's the big quandary for Richard Petino. It's not that they just haven't even <laughs> won a game. They've played completely differently on the road. I mean, they've been, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty subpar on the road and have not been in games on the road. That has to change. Um, You know, obviously the NCAA tournament, and assuming there is a Big Ten tournament, that'll be on a neutral court, even though the fan issue is not an issue. Uh, But playing in the barn has been a completely different experience for Minnesota. Um, You know, look, it's cold up there, but the games are inside, not out. Uh, so uh, that should not matter either. Yes. The raised floor uh, <laughs> is the same for everyone. Uh, I mean, I don't see opposing teams falling off the raised floor. So that's not been a deterrent. Uh, so yeah, I, it's hard to explain. But, but how, how would
1: you assess, just like, because this is what you're doing. You're, you're putting these teams in tiers. How would you assess? Let's say we play out the rest of the season. Minnesota goes undefeated at home and loses every game on the road. Yeah. How does the uh, committee deal with how that? Do you, how do you deal with that? Like, what do you, what do you, I, I've never seen anything like this before.
2: Well, I mean, they're going to obviously get in, but it's going to affect the seed Right. It has to. My final question, Andy, is what
1: does Oklahoma State have to do to get Oh, this is a great final
0: question. We'll to, leave it
1: at to, to, to get America's respect. They have mm-hmm. arguably the best player in the country. Yep probably not Luca Garza is going to win national player there but Kate Cunningham might be the most talented player in the country has been just as good as advertised uh, the, the Cowboys have not lost by more than one possession which technically makes them undefeated yep. in my eyes <laughs> they their last game game of inches. their last game they gave, they gave the bill self special they beat yep. bill self uh, at home they they beat Texas Tech at Texas Tech Why are people not talking about Oklahoma State? Is it just because there's this idea that they're not going to make the tournament? Is that well? No, first of all, if the tournament
2: were today, they would be in. Uh, mm Um, so that's still people have to have to remember that. And Mike Boynton's done a good job of reminding people of that. Um, secondly, uh, don't forget they did do that collapse against West Virginia, so we can't erase that from our memories. Um, so they Mm -hmm. had that game.
1: They look great before the collapse <laughs> uh, true.
2: Um by the way, they, they win social media with the um with the walk on yep. scholarship yep. at Walmart. Yep. I don't know if you saw that. That was great. Uh which obviously that was uh... Yep, yeah. Did you see that? I, I did, yeah. yeah it was, yeah, it was, awesome. was awesome. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like
1: Oklahoma <laughs> State should be America's. We're team. on the bandwagon. We've been on the bandwagon from the start of the season. We don't understand. <laughs> look, they're not they're not <laughs> We're here.
0: asking you, Andy, we're to put them in tier four. Right, that's right. what we're asking. It sounds like Make you agree with us. Okay. <laughs> All right. Perfect.
1: That's it. Anything By the way,
2: say?
0: oh, that's it. I you know, you've
2: it. not picked on Boise State. You've got some Boise State bias. I can feel it. Well, mm. Boise State. Uh, I mean, we're not going to pretend like we've been closely following <laughs> Boise
1: State. Like, tell, you tell. This is a good. This is a good opportunity, Andy. Tell, tell America what Boise State has going. Well, on. it we is West, Leon Rice's best State. team.
2: Derek Alston Jr. Mm-hmm. declared for the draft. Withdrew. He is a potential NBA yep. player. Um, they are destroying the competition in the mountain West, which, uh, obviously, uh, San Diego state's not having as good a year as we thought Utah state's Mm -hmm. playing very well. Um, you know, Colorado state's had its moments. So the league is, is decent. Um, you know, it's probably a little top heavy, but they are sneaky. Good. Their numbers are really good. They did lose to Houston in their one loss early in the season. I don't think their roster was full at the time. Uh, that was on the road. Did beat BYU on the road, uh, so I think there's a lot of potential for them. That people are going to wake up on Selection Sunday and they're going to get a decent seed.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, there you go. And then everyone's going to pick them to lose in the five <laughs> twelve. They're going to be a five <laughs> twelve. That's, yeah. That's how it goes. That's uh, how it goes. All right, Andy. Thank you so much. You're the best. We really do love doing this. I uh, I, I really really enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. Here, here's here's the Alabama. Here's who the Crimson Tide yep. keeping it rolling and. Uh, we're sorry, we doubted you. Thanks, and by Andy. the way,
2: before I go, I said this off air. I just want your viewers to recognize that uh you are looking a little Jared Leto like from Almost Famous. Oh, there you go. I'll take it. I'll <laughs> take it. I get told I look like
1: a lot of people, and that's one of the better ones. It's better so. than
0: Muffin Top, yeah, I think.
1: Than, yeah, I it. Uh thanks, right, Eddie. All right, thank you to Andy Katz for, I, I really am enjoying this
0: day. Yeah, enjoy Andy, Andy's yeah. getting like very comfortable with us. Where he's getting to the point where he's calling us out and he's yeah. like, Do you guys even did you guys even see this? We're like, yeah. No, Andy, no, we did not did. watch Boise State play. I, okay, my only sorry. fear
1: is I'm gonna lean into the <laughs> shtick too much because it does feel like we're slowly becoming like like the, the roles that we play are
0: like we are morons, we don't watch yes. any of this. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he's like <laughs> updating us on what's going on. He's like, Guys, isn't this your job? We're like, Andy, <laughs> yeah, we're watching, yeah, we yeah. promise, <laughs> but you know, we're we're trying to learn. I'm slowly
1: gonna lead into it. Be like, I've, i like, I'll be honest, Andy, I haven't watched it game in three months <laughs> um anyway I, I I quickly before we get to shout outs we got we got to expand on Alabama he gave us shit yep. for for not loving Alabama enough uh we we've kind of danced around it we, we said we um I, I I I was just playing devil's advocate I want to make that clear to Alabama mm-hmm. fans I do mm-hmm. believe that the Crimson Tide are a good team I yep. was just like the, I don't think the SEC is good I've made my thoughts known on that at this point on the show yeah uh, but Alabama is very good. When you're beating teams by 30, back-to-back wins of 30 points or more, because uh, they, they, they beat Arkansas right yeah. by by 90 31. to 59. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> they turn around and beat LSU, uh, who was the second best team. Like Tennessee's up there, obviously. One of there are three good teams in the SEC that are like considered really good. Yes, uh, uh, Alabama, LSU, and uh, Tennessee. Is, is that fair? Yeah. Yeah, or, or yeah, Missouri, yeah, Throw
0: Missouri in there. Yeah, we'll throw Missouri. And then I was also going to say, with Sharif Cooper, like Auburn Auburn's is, interesting. Yeah, like yeah. They're like the most But
1: LSU, I, I was just trying to like frame the LSU. Because yeah, L- yeah, LSU's yeah, unranked, yeah. and if you're not paying attention, you're like, they're you're 10 unranked. they 2 really going into this game. But it was a one-point spread, I think. I think Alabama's favored by one, and mm-hmm. they won by 35, Tate. They yeah. hit 23 threes. It's insane. Did you see the shot chart? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I watched that all were, 23 yeah, threes. They did like a of Yeah, it's insane. Uh, so
0: JPJ I think we should call him uh, and I think Ooh. he is the the makeup for the MPJ that we did not get in college basketball but this is the year of junior and uh, John Petty Jr. has been great and even in this game Cam Thomas for LSU played a pretty solid game Javante Smart played a pretty solid game yeah. but they got worked. Dude
1: it is, it is a <laughs> completely different out. Alabama team that we saw in Asheville that's what's like hard to wrap my mind yeah. around because like the team I saw in Asheville I was like alright these guys are just going to go through the motions and just kind of whatever i mean the and
0: question needs to be asked what is nato saying to these recruits uh about girls <laughs> what does he Sorry know what does he know uh i i, I had, love guru
1: i had this question uh last thing on alabama for me is uh they they are now i believe 7 and oh? 08 no? 7 and 0 oh? eight now seven and oh seven Un- and they're nine. undefeated yep. however you slice it uh and and you know you're the undefeated guru how undefeated is alabama i i went back i crunched the numbers uh and by that i mean i just like looked on the Sports Reference yep. Pages yep. And, uh, and, and I, I was interested at which, which, which teams in SEC history have gone undefeated from mm-hmm. run the table. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we're ready to have that conversation with Alabama yet, but I looked at Alabama's schedule. Um, they, they, the only game they might not be favored in, from my perspective, from here on out, is they play at Missouri. Mm-hmm. But they, they already won big at LSU. They already, they already beat Tennessee easy, semi-easily. I think it was an like 8-point win, um, who are the second and third best teams in the SEC. Uh, they do not play Tennessee again. They do mm-hmm. not play Florida again. Mm-hmm. The schedule is favorable for Alabama from here to, to run the table in the SEC. Um, and you go back and you look at undefeated SEC teams. We have 2015 Kentucky was the yep. last time it happened, obviously. Uh, 2014 Florida, who was one of the great wow. all-time teams that gets forgotten about because they kind of choked it away against yeah. UConn yeah. in the uh, Final Four when Boatwright clamped up over again. Uh, 2012 Kentucky won the national title. Two thousand three Kentucky, who I believe was a one seed that year, mm-hmm. obviously. And, mm-hmm. um, did they lose the is that the UAB game? Was that the game they lost to you or was that am I thinking of a different I think it might I mean, be. I mean I think, think it
0: they, I think it was UAB. I mean it seems like I think years. that was the UAB
1: game yeah. when, the, when we had the pass over the head. And this is and Mark that was in Godfrey. Columbus, Mark Godfrey was yeah. coaching them, right? Yeah. I think it was. Uh ninety six Kentucky, one of the great all time teams in college basketball history. And then the last time,
0: so basically you have... George Clooney came to that Final Four in 1996. Right. Sports? Yeah, sports. We I mean, forget about uh,
1: that. We have four Kentucky teams and a Florida team, if, if, you're, if you're keeping track of that. The last time, so from 1996, if you, the, the, the time before that, you go all the way back. The last team to do it was 1956, Dave. There mm. like, There's a 40-year gap. And the team that did it in 1956, Alabama Crimson Tide. So... Makes you think. Makes I don't you know. Think. I don't know what it makes you think, but it makes you think something. It, it makes
0: me think that one Nate Oates. Um, you know, I think a lot of people. Andy just brought it up. I mean, we all called him out for the bravado. We all called him out mm-hmm. for calling out Coach K, and then we double called him out for walking it back. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason he walked it back is because uh, you know Coach K called him, and Coach K probably told him to walk it back. And I think that he did that. But he obviously believes in what he's doing. This is the same guy that took DeAndre Ayton in Arizona as a 13 seed and worked him. I mean, just, just work at joke. a time
1: when at a time when Arizona was the villain in college basketball because this was the yeah the DeAndre this the Aiden FBI, team the this is everything wiretap
0: Schlebach and Nate Oates said before yeah. the game that he thought his team was more talented and people laughed at him yeah and then they proceeded to work him. <laughs> and you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean so like Nate <laughs> Oates is Khalil all
1: Mac playing that game? For yeah, I mean, sure. I, 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 hope like so. yeah, I I think <laughs> so. <laughs> I hope so. I think he guarded
0: eight for DeAndre Aiden's yeah. yeah purposes, but uh, I think as far as being undefeated, the games to watch uh, for Alabama they have Kentucky uh, on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems like a very John Calipari game to win, to uh, to get yeah, a Kentucky little bit of – yeah, to Kentucky's keep stringing it out. Not, yeah, yeah. Okay. and then right. they also play Oklahoma uh, in the SEC Big 12 on uh, Saturday, uh, January 30th. And I do think the Big 12 – I think Lon Kruger in general has a really well-run team. I'm not saying Oklahoma's a, a team that's going to make it to the tournament or anything or make any noise, but I like the way that they play. Brady Manning. Brady Manning. We nice. love Brady yeah. Manning. Uh, <laughs> so I could see that being a slip-up game because if that were to happen – then we have the narrative of how bad is the SEC? Right. Because a mid-level Big Twelve team right. just worked the best team in the SEC. So I'd watch out for that. But if they get past those two games, I feel really good about NATO. Yeah. So but there I, you go. Yeah,
1: I don't want to put the card before. They're the very boys. undefeated. Yeah. Uh, yeah very okay. Undefeated. They're very undefeated. But right w- now, we're we're not yeah. ca- we're not lowercase undefeated. Yeah. Yeah, we're not calling it as though it's like the way people are kind of calling Gonzaga regular season undefeated mm-hmm. right now. Um, you know, or, or kind of feels like that's where we're headed. I'm not. I don't know if that's where we're headed yet with Alabama, but I'm ready to start having the conversation.
0: That's yeah, all. Yeah. Maybe they could okay. run the table in season. Maybe I don't all know. Right. We'll see. Nate Goats. We'll see.
1: Um. What else is there? Oh, uh, uh, uh Duke lost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Um. There are good days. It is a good year because uh, Kentucky lost and Duke. Kentucky lost to Tom Crean in Georgia, and yeah, nobody at cares. the buzzer. You nobody. A, you and, and I don't At don't care. the buzzer, yeah. Yeah. We're not even going to talk about it. Duke lost. And we're not even talking about Duke because nobody cares. uh, Nobody cares. And going into this game, if you watched it, the ACC was uh, really set on one thing, Mark Titus, which is Matthew Hurt is leading the ACC in Mm -hmm. scoring. So therefore, Duke's own Matthew Hurt is the ACC Mm -hmm. player of the year. Luckily for everyone in America, there happens to be a man on Pittsburgh uh, by the name of Justin Champigny. And he has a twin brother. What a name. Great yeah. last name. Great brother. name. And he also, you know, had some moments already this season. Had a game-winning uh, shot against Northwestern mm-hmm. that we remember. Um, but anyway, Champigny going to this game is fired up. He has 31 points, 12 of 15 from the floor, 14 rebounds. But he was 8 for 8 inside the three-point line. And I want to say it was clinical. You know, it was like uh, – It reminded me, he reminds me of Brandon Clark a little bit that went to Gonzaga. He's not as tall as Brandon Clark, but he's very bouncy and rangy, and he's very active. And it just feels like he has another gear, uh, you know, and he really cares a lot more than everyone on Duke, especially Matthew Hurt. So he's wrecking Matthew Hurt this entire game. His brother, I love his brother. They were supposed to play together. They're twins. And I told you before the podcast, I've made a switch. We came into the season. We had a, a pair of brothers that we bought into. And we said to the world, "We're Hausers. We're Hausers right. first. This is a Hauser brother podcast. We we had the Hauser Bowl that was coming up. The Hauser mystery was going to be which one's better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was going to be a great year. And I'm done. I'm done with the Hausers. <laughs> uh, I am officially on the Uh, You know, I I have chosen the twins. I have bought into the hype. Justin Champagny, ACC Player of the Year. I'll say it here now. Leading the ACC right now in scoring." Um, had a signature performance against the Duke Blue Devils. And I think after that game, Jeff Cable, the first coach to ever beat his, you know, the man that taught him everything outside of his own father, Coach K, beats him, first you know, first former player to do that against Coach is K. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And I think that at that point in time, Coach K looked over and he finally saw what he hadn't been able to see. You know, sometimes things are so close that you can't really yeah. take it and respect it for what it is. And I think this was the first time that Coach K looked and said, man, I actually miss Jeff Capel. And I actually like what Pittsburgh's doing over there. And that actually looks like a Duke basketball team. Oh. And I actually think that...
1: Number one on the... I
0: miss Jeff Capel.
1: Number one on the successor power rank.
0: I think he's looking at Shire in this yeah. game, and he's like, you got no answer for Jeff Capel. You got no answer <laughs> <Yeah>. for Justin <laughs> Champigny. And uh, and Justin Champinney is a Brooklyn kid. He is not a, a highly touted His recruit. brother's at St. John's, His right? brother's yeah, at St. Yeah, John's, yeah, yeah. yeah. And his brother... He was such a, a low-profile recruit that they were going to go to prep school together, he and his brother. Yeah. Um, the Champagnes were going to go to prep school. This is last year. Um, and anyways, Justin got the offer from Pittsburgh. He gets talked into it by Capel. He's like, I, I see a lot of potential here. But he worked his ass off, and he, and he becomes wow. great. And he leaves his brother. His brother's like, well, I'm not going to go to prep school if you're not. They're kind of like Morris twins. They want to stay together. Yeah. And so he goes to St. John's, and then he balls out. And I'm like, man, I love the underdog story. I love the Brooklyn basketball players going to Pittsburgh. Uh, the last Pitt player to get drafted was Lamar Patterson uh, in 2014. So all that to say, Justin Champigny, I'm all in. Who cares uh, that they beat Duke? We need to buy into well, the let's, fact that Justin Champagny, you know what, Jeff Capel, Pittsburgh basketball is back.
1: We should settle it by – we should have a Duffy this year, the brothers of the year.
0: Yeah. Champigny, the, the Housers, the yeah.
1: Millers. Yeah. I mean, the Millers are the working Hurleys. overtime tonight.
0: The Hurleys are out. <laughs> the Hurleys are out. Bobby, you blew it. No, but I'm only on the champagne side. Uh, uh, I will say, I, I was biased going into the year. I was all Hauser, all everything, and uh, I was wrong. How's I right? just want to say that I, I, was I wrong. still
1: believe in the Hausers only because
0: uh, Virginia is still good. Like, I don't want to talk about Virginia.
1: I think people were too quick, to, know, uh, <laughs> were too quick to, to bury Virginia. I don't think Virginia's done. <laughs> Michigan people? State. I buried them, yeah, I, gosh, I dug quick. the grave. You, were, you gave Tony Bennett a hug in Minneapolis yeah, when he yeah. won the title, and you yeah. had a knife in your hand. Oh, and and you they, stabbed him right in the back. As when you they were- lost to San
0: Francisco, I was like, dig the grave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, they're back! They're undefeated in the ACC, uh, as we all damn. knew they
0: would be.
1: Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. Shout outs, closeouts. What else? What What have we not hit?
0: Uh, I want to shout out to Cole Anthony. Um, Cole Anthony is uh, in the NBA right now, and he hit a buzzer Still. beater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fifteenth <laughs> pick in the NBA hit a buzzer beater over the Timberwolves. But the most impressive part, Mark Titus, before he yeah. hit the buzzer beater, he hit the three before that. And I think a lot of people, if you didn't watch the game, mm-hmm. you don't realize that they were losing. And Cole Anthony made six straight points, two straight threes to win this game, one of them being in the last seconds. Uh, I don't know. Cole Anthony, I did not have a great year with him at Carolina, as we all know. It was very up and down. But to see him thriving, wearing his dad's number, it it warms my heart. And uh, we have some friends that work for the Magic that are close to the program, so we like to see them succeed as well. Um. So, shout out to Cole we
1: Anthony. We absolutely do. Yeah. Uh, my, my lasting image of Cole Anthony is the like, <laughs> picture of him having the bloody head where he's yeah. laying there. <laughs> who are you, you losing to? Is it Pittsburgh, I think? Yeah, I
0: think. Or Duke. Or something.
1: So, yeah, it was somebody. And then just the picture was, of Cole Anthony. Last year, I wiped Dead away. with a bloody face <laughs> on the ground. I was like, yikes. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanna, remember the Notre Dame game. That was a good one. I want to keep it in the ACC with my first shout out. Uh, Josh Pastner. Yeah. Georgia Tech. Yeah. Jackets who have. Uh, now Andy Andy brought this up that Clemson is coming off of pause. I, by the way, I I love the Andy the way he kept saying on when you're, when you're coming off pause. or He just like is that a thing? Are we <laughs> yeah. saying that? Yeah,
0: of course. Look, when Kyrie came off pause, off pause. he was a different player like, than I when hear, he went on pause.
1: All I hear is menopause. Like yeah. I just hear yeah. like when you go, when, look,
0: look, we're when men talking pauses. about pauses. Yeah, yeah. When you go through pause, These I'm are like, men what? talking about pauses.
1: We talking about the same thing. Uh, so maybe that's uh what we can blame clemson because clemson has i mean the wheels have kind of fallen off for clemson yeah um as of late they, they look like the best team in the acc they they look not very good right now uh but you know shout out to josh pastor nonetheless we, we I, I i saw i didn't watch this game so i'm not gonna pretend like i know what happened but uh i, I did see the picture of josh pastor wearing the big Andy reed face shield and he gave a really good toodles to, yeah to no, Brad he, i honestly really think he's got I will, the sideburn. Yeah. dude his sideburns yeah. are so thick <laughs> Josh Pastner looks like that.
0: he's in a 70s movie. Yeah, he looks like, yeah, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas with Josh Pastner or something like that. uh, I, uh he's great. Oh, the Tootaloo is awesome.
1: Shout out to the guy who was DMing us. Oh yeah, um, the Clemson guy. The Clemson guy who I didn't even I didn't even know like I don't check my DMs like I, I, I guess I have them open I don't realize it but every so often like I'll get a notification whatever. Uh so I get a notification the guy just or, or I click on something and I see a message that just says ignore all that. So then I'm like, all right, well now I have to read what you're saying. So then I clicked on it, and some guy has been DMing us the entire mm. Clemson season. That's like, you guys are idiots. Clemson is actually good. He, like, he is a former down. manager
0: He's of the Clemson former. basketball team, by the way. He, he,
1: the guy he obviously listens to the show. He knows uh you know who we're talking about. Uh but to his credit, he kept he kept DMing us as Clemson was winning. Yeah. He's like, get on the bandwagon, you dumb bitches. Mm. Like we're awesome. Here's why we're awesome. Here's why you have it all wrong. And then <laughs>
0: And then yeah. the last message this is like, we suck, ignore all everything I this just is said. What he, this is what he said. He said, saying Clemson shrivels up when the big show comes to town is ridiculous. We beat three top five teams at <laughs> home last season. Sorry, reacting as I listened. But Thanks but, again. And then he responded three hours later and said, that Alabama win is looking even better now. And then, you know, six the, well, hours later, he said, ignore all that. Back well, to the drawing.
1: Which court. is so funny because, like, I didn't see any of it until he said ignore all that. Yeah. So I didn't even witness it in real time. Anyway.
0: He Shot was very that. upset with the Tate Frazier takes on the ACC update. That's what he was yeah, responding yeah, to yeah, because yeah. I said that, uh, you know, now all the teams that are actually better than Clemson were better than Clemson. And yeah, then he uh, was arguing yeah, at the you time. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to shout out to Philip Rivers. I know this isn't college basketball, mm-hmm. but uh, Philip Rivers is the last of a dying breed in my mind, which is the kind of guy that grows up and says, I want to play the sport and then i want to coach and be like a pe coach you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like i like that personality yeah, especially what, in north carolina you know so it, it he has always been that guy what
1: level of football is philip rivers
0: cut out to coach cuz i don't feel he's like he's already coaching high school football he is coaching high school yeah, he, football for real? that that makes sense so and his dad was a high school football coach i just want to say i just
1: say it it, 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 it I he, he does not belong in the NFL. He doesn't even no. belong in college. He belongs no. I I see him as like a He's
0: eighth in a grade. Catholic school coach in high school football.
1: I, I see him as yeah. an eighth grade coach, honestly. I mean that, it that might be eighth grade, I'm him. not sure. Yeah. But
0: he uh he has always been one of those people that's like a signpost in my life of like that guy right there is like I can understand that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I I yeah. get him. You yeah. know, I get where he's coming from. I, I I even if I don't understand the eight to fifteen kids that he's gonna have in his life, like I still like I understand him and uh, to see him leave football just like hit me home. It was like one of those, you know, you start seeing guys like even like when Dwayne Wade and some of those people retire, yeah. Yeah. it's like, I saw your entire career. That's wild. You know? And I remember seeing Phil Rivers when he was at NC state and I was like eight years old and I was like, who's this dude throwing at sidearm. That's not a mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he was throwing people off, cussing out our team. And I was like, Man, this guy's unbelievable. He went to every St. You know,
1: Patrick. Mahomes is indebted to Phil Rivers. I, I, Rivers?
0: I will say we're all indebted to Phil Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'll say.
1: <laughs> we all might be his children as well. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll make my final shout out um, the Winter Beagles, who are America's only fifteen-year-old team. They, they have the number five fastest on, on Ken Palm. Their tempo is fifth in the country. Mm. So not only not only are they winning, but they're playing fast, which means. Traditionally, it's fun to watch Yeah, for the for the average fan. So yeah. this is like the best of both worlds. Uh, all of you who are are, are are curious, like you're like, my team sucks. What's a team I should follow? How can I watch this? What's a team I should watch? You should watch Winthrop. Go watch Winthrop. Yeah. Uh, they play all their games on the Pac-12
0: network. Ah. Mm-hmm. got him no I think it was the Southern Conference Network (laughs) just kidding Uh, (laughs) or Boise State maybe watch Boise State too I'm going to watch some Boise State I think Andy got me fired yeah yeah, Yeah.
1: yeah, so those are two good teams Winthrop and Boise State Winthrop and Boise State we need a we need a uh, a, uh, not uh,
0: Purdue that's the uh, answer
1: Purdue dude Can, can I can I go to the reverse shout-out section yeah, of this? Yes, the shut-ups. Uh, yes,
0: the shut-ups. The, shut yeah, the, the, the shout-outs the, the shout and shut ups. That was the original segment, and then yeah, we decided
1: the sh- to change it. The, the, the <laughs> shut-your-damn-mouth, please, for the love of God. Uh, Jaden Ivey. Yep. No. just mm. I just want to say no. Mm. Uh, Travion Williams needs... Something has to happen. I, I, you know what? I'm going to go on record. I, I I feel bad doing this, but because uh, I might ruin the kid's career, but I believe in honesty. That's something I value. Uh, as mm. a Purdue booster, mm. I am a Purdue booster. I'm yep. on record. I yep. have receipts. I yep. give money to the university. I'm a donor. Uh, I, I I I don't love that I did this, but I, I paid Travion Williams. I, <laughs> I gave him money.
0: Yep, put it out.
1: I gave him money yep. to go to Purdue, yep. and uh, mm-hmm. I think the NCAA should look into his eligibility because of that. And I'm sorry. Mm. Like That might make me a narc. I just needed to get it off my chest. So uh, Travion Williams probably should be ineligible. I don't mm. think the win at Ohio State counts mm. in light of that. And uh, there's that. I, I, I am just very frustrated by Matt Painter's existence. Um, it's it, 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 he's gone he has gone unchecked for too long. The other the other shout down, shout shut up we're calling it the shut, shut, up, up, the shut up is uh I'm I'm starting to hear or rumblings. Shut down. Rumblings from our media brethren about the the season getting paused. We're getting mm. put on pause. Mm. Uh that the tournament might be in jeopardy now because they the NCAA locked in dates. These are the dates we're going to play yep. the tournament. But yep. now we're looking. Now that uh, we have a new president that seems to take coronavirus seriously, we're worried that are maybe are they locked in? Are, yes. are they? Are we <laughs> sure they're locked in? Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to. All shut up. Uh, yeah. Shut up. We've come yeah. too far. Mm-hmm. We've come too far. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. Just shut up. Mm-hmm. Just like like I get it. You're doing your job. I'm not saying you're a doomer. I'm not like trying to be one of those people that's like stopping stop acknowledging reality. All I'm saying. I, I'm not blaming you for reporting the yep. facts. I'm just saying maybe be like the rest of us and don't do your job mm. so well right mm-hmm. now. Like mm-hmm. all the rest of us. Turn it back. The rest of us during the pandemic were like, I'm giving you 70% of what I can. <laughs>
0: 69. Yeah. yeah, this, yeah is that's the, this
1: is yeah. the best I could do for my job. So I'm asking, I'm calling on all the reporters. Just give us Tone 70%. It down. to yeah. start it down. <laughs> Just like you get a tip that maybe the tournament's going to get canceled. Just yeah. be like, eh. Yeah. I'll let that one go. Yeah, 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 yeah. it looks like it's happening. <laughs> I'm gonna be lazy today. I'm I'm taking a mental health day. You know, like dude, we need some more of that from our our big J journalist. So
0: yeah, so do that, please. please do, do that. that. Yeah, save Indy for good us. vibes only, positive <laughs> vibes only.
1: Uh, all right, that's the show. That it. You got anything it. else? That's all, all right I got. That's the yeah. show. Uh, congratulations, Justin
0: Champeny, ACC Player of the Year.
1: Congratulations to the Indiana, Indiana Hoosiers. Hang the banner in Assembly Hall. Yes. you did it. You're back. Yes, program win. But make your free throws.
0: Sorry, Coach Ted.